Hey everybody, welcome to the Docs Sportscast Day on uh, Football Friday, getting ready for this weekend's uh, opening weekend of games for the NFL season. You know, uh, freshly off Thursday night football uh, last night, so it's exciting that we had uh, some meaningful football game last night for the first time. And uh, yeah, we'll have a bundle of games for this upcoming Sunday. Uh, we are here to preview some of those games for everybody here. Um, you know, give a little bit of notes on each of those games uh, going into it. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll give a little bit of like our predictions with the games, things like that as well. But uh, yeah, talk about some various news, players you should watch for, things you should uh, try to pay attention to out there with these games. Uh, but Aurora is super excited, uh, ready to put on her uh, referee outfit so she can uh, call the games how she sees fit. Uh, she's uh, trying to work on having uh, having the uh, video replay team, whenever they need to call replay, uh, include her. Uh, so she is working on that. But uh, nothing finalized yet. Nothing finalized yet, but she's still working. So that being said, we'll jump into it here, starting off on Sunday, September 12th, Cardinals-Titans. Okay, Cardinals-Titans, guys. Um, you know, the question's here. Is Chase Edmonds going to be the guy? He's been asked to be the guy. Fantasy owners have wanted him to be the guy. Uh, he's shown great production when he's had a chance to be uh, the lead back out there when David Johnson gets hurt, things like that. He's, he's performed very well. But can he sustain himself for the whole season? That is the question going into this game for the Cardinals. You know, Kyler Murray's going to go out there. He's going to do his thing. Uh, you know, we think he's going to continue to progress uh, in his career. So he should be a very dynamic player. Uh, we actually had him in, uh, I think, fourth on our quarterback board. No, third. We actually had him third on the quarterback board uh, for fantasy football behind Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. We had Kyler Murray right there, Dap Prescott number four, um, and then Lamar Jackson number five. So uh, we, we really think that Kyler's going to come out and do his thing, play well. Uh, Titans defense, you know, they're a solid defense, you know. So, so it, this will be a pretty good game, I, I believe. Uh, the Cardinals defense is very good as well. Look for uh, Simmons out there, Isaiah Simmons, the guy they drafted uh, last year, a uh, guy from LSU to step up. This guy uh, is a really, really good, talented player. We thought he would be doing great things uh, when he got drafted, loved his tape. Uh, it, going into the draft and things a couple years ago. So this defense will be stout, ready to go. Leadership of J.J. Watt. Look for this to be a really, really good game. The question on uh, the the question from a receiving standpoint for the Cardinals is, obviously, DeAndre Hopkins is going to do his thing, but A.J. Green, what's he going to do? Is he going to step up? He's going to play well. They have Rondell Moore, the uh, rookie coming in, and, you know, they have – I mean, they've got some other guys. They've got some other guys that are there um, – you know, Christian Kirk is a guy that they, they thought would be that next big guy. Hasn't really stepped up. Larry Fitzgerald, obviously not back uh, this year right now. Let's see if he gets that itch to scratch later on and, and comes back with the team. But uh, definitely interesting game for sure. Uh, on the Titans side, here's the thing, guys. They signed uh, Julio Jones, but this team's identity is running the ball. It's a, it's a running smash-mouth team. Derrick Henry, can you stop him? That's always the question. Uh, I don't look for Jones to make a huge impact on this team. I think he's going to get a, you know, a good amount of uh, targets. But you know, this team's identity is set in stone. I don't think Jones is going to change it. And all of a sudden, Ryan Tannehill is going to be you know, the main focus of the offense. It's still Derrick Henry's show. And they're going to run, uh, run that scheme. 
as much as they can, run that game plan as much as they can there. So good game uh, overall. I think the I think that the uh, Titans will end up uh, winning the game. I think you know, especially to start the season, the more consistent, uh, the most consistent thing you can do is get your ground game going, and uh, they have a better ground game than the Cardinals uh, at this point, at least history would say. And passing, there's a lot of things, a lot of chemistry and things that needs to happen still on the field for guys, uh, especially to start the season. So I uh, can't always rely on passing to start the season. I think the Cardinals uh, will end up uh, just scoring a little bit less than the Titans in that game, but it should be a good one. Next up, Steelers versus the Buffalo Bills. Um, you know, th- this this could be a good game, but I don't think it's going to be. I think the Steelers, Big Ben, is he old? Is he old Ben? Um, and that's the thing. You know, maybe some old Bay season uh, player there is uh, Ben Roethlisberger. So uh, I, I do have concerns about this. I don't think he's going to be able to continue to sustain driving the ball down the field, things like that. We'll see what happens in the fourth quarter. If he looks like he can throw the ball, uh, you know, drive it really the way he needs to, because uh, he did. He definitely showed he couldn't do that. We got late tapes and late in the season last year. Um, so a lot of questions out there. Great receiving core. They'll keep doing their thing. Najee Harris. Let's see how he does with this Bills defense. This is not the defense you want to start your career against. He's going to have a rough, rough time. He is going to get hit, and he's going to get hit early. So uh, let's be cautious about that. Uh, Steelers defense, though, pretty good, uh, pretty stout defense. Uh, hopefully TJ Watts uh, coming in and balling and everything there um, because if not, that Bills team is just going to you know, end up taking the show. The good thing for the Steelers, though, is that this running back situation in Buffalo still not been figured out. I mean, Josh Allen's the best running back they have. And uh, so we'll see who ends up being the running back. Is Zach Moss going to get the most carries? Is Devin Singletary going to get the most of the carries? Who knows? Um, good wide receiving core there. Uh, Cole Beasley and, um, you know, Stefan Diggs. And then they have uh, Gabriel Davis as well. So pretty good guys. Pretty good guys out there from a receiving standpoint. Um, tight ends who are definitely serviceable too. So uh, could be a good game, but we think the Bills are going to end up running away with this one. Jags, Texans. Guys, the Jags, super excited. Obviously, we hate that Travis Etienne got injured, but we do think that it's fair for. Uh, you know, James Robinson to be the lead back. He earned it last year. And so we're excited that he is going to be the lead back coming in again. Uh, will he get that heavy workload? I think he will, especially in this game, because the Texans will be down most of this game because the Texans are just garbage. The Texans are just awful. Even though Tyrod Taylor was named the starter, Tyrod Taylor is not going to lose you games, but this team does not have the talent that it needs, especially on the defensive end to be able to sustain itself throughout the game. Look for it maybe to be a close game in the beginning. You know, Trevor Lawrence, get his legs under him. Uh, you know, read the defense a little bit, start to get into a rhythm. Uh, but, you know, once we get in that second half, look for the Jags to pull away just because Texans defense just isn't, it's just not there. It's not going to, it's not competitive really. Um, from the Texans standpoint, we'll see who ends up leading that backfield. Uh, you know, I think Philip Lindsay will end up being the guy who's got the most production throughout the year with them because he's a young guy out there that I think can really do some great things. Um, but who knows? We'll see what happens. Uh, Receiving-wise, Brandon Cooks is really the only guy that they have to go for them. So look for him to, to get the ball a lot, a lot of targets there. Um, Jags, let's look for LaVisca Chenault to do his thing. I think he's going to be the guy that ends up really standing out, even though I know Marvin Jones and people want to talk about DJ Shark. Um, I, I really like LaVisca Chenault. I think he's going to get to do a lot in this offense. So there you have it. We'll see what happens with this game. But, again, we think the Jags will end up uh, – Running away with this once the second half starts. 
Vikings, Bengals. Uh, how will Joe Burrow play, man? He's coming back off that injury, and you know he's mentioned it. He's talked about it. How you know he's got to get more comfortable in the pocket, get comfortable with hits, uh, being you know just comfortable with the environment, and the atmosphere. You know, because it's, it's high pressure, and especially if you've had an injury like that, it can mess with you. So. We think he will get pretty comfortable. Uh, this is a defense that is not what it was, you know, three, four years ago. They've definitely dropped off a little bit. Um, and I, I think Joe Burrow will have time to get comfortable, look for him to probably come out a little slow, and this to be a pretty competitive game, I think, in the second half. Now, the Vikings, they're the same team. They're the same team. Nothing's really changed. Uh, the Bengals are pretty much the same team. Nothing's really changed. Uh, they did bring in Jamar Chase, so there goes some dropped balls right there. So we'll see some more dropped plays uh, from the Bengals. But, yeah, uh, Joe Mixon's coming back, playing. Uh, you know, he'll do his thing, I think, play better uh, because they have him back, have Joe Burrow back. They didn't have him to end the season last year. So um, this this will be a pretty, pretty competitive game, I think. Um, I do believe that the Vikings will end up holding out because I think they're a more solid team overall. But the Bengals look for them to to play pretty well and give them a good run for their money in this uh, opener. Next up, Jets versus Panthers. Guys, circle this game. This is this is a amazing game from a story standpoint. This is an amazing game from you know just setting it up. Uh, for the right things. I think that uh, this is going to get Sam Darnold his revenge. He's going to come out. I think he's going to play great football. He's got amazing targets there. And, you know, we don't even need to mention the targets. I mean, we will. We'll go ahead and say it. Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, you know. What what else do you got to say besides those two? I mean, those are your top two guys. And then, you know, you've got a really good stout rookie uh, coming in there as well. For whatever reason, his name is escaping me at this current moment, which is frustrating. Um, but uh, we're really excited about what they have going on there. And Christian McCaffrey, CMC, coming back. Guys, we want to see him back on the field. This is amazing. The best running back in football back on the field. You have to be excited about that. So look for the Panthers to run away with this. However, on the Jets' side, it's not to say that there's not something to look for. Zach Wilson, we want to see what he does. We want to see how well he plays. The issue is the Panthers' defense is going to be matured. They were a young, good, hungry defense last year. Now they're a little bit older, a little bit more seasoned, and they're still hungry. So I think the Panthers' defense will be really, really good. But I think Zach Wilson will handle it well. He's poised, guys, patient in the pocket. We'll see what happens with that, adjusting to it. I don't see them winning this game. I don't see them having a chance to win this game. It's not because of Zach Wilson. It's because of all the other intangibles. Uh, Jets defense, I don't see them being able to hold off the Panthers. I think they've got way too many weapons on that side of the ball. But let's see who ends up being the lead uh, wide receiver for the Jets. Uh, I think Corey Davis will end up leading this team in catches and targets. Jamison Crowder, uh, you know, may be up there toward the end of the season as well, but I really think Corey Davis is going to be the guy. And yeah, from a running back standpoint, it's going to be a committee right now. I think later in the season, Michael Carter will end up taking over duties because I think he'll show out well when they get down in games. They need a passing back and stuff like that. I think that's going to be a really good role for Michael Carter. So watch for him to assert himself later in the season. But for now, may not get a lot of work to come out of the gate. Okay. The Niners-Lions. How bad are the Lions? That's the real question. How bad are they? And I don't mean in a cool, bad way. I mean, 
how awful of a team are they going to put out there? Um, we'll see. We'll see. You know, DeAndre Swift is definitely a big talent. Uh, wide receiving core definitely needs some help. Amon Ross St. Brown is definitely a guy that is some upside for them to look for. But Jared Goff is not going to go out there and win you games. Uh, that defense is not going to go out there and win you games. So I don't know who's going to go out there and win you games, but I don't see anybody that paints the picture for me. So how bad are they going to lose? I don't know because the Niners have a really good defense. Uh, you know, they got guys coming back um, healthy this year. And Jimmy Garoppolo, man, he's going to be consistent. He's going to do his thing. He's not going to lose them this game. They're going to come out there and play really, really well. I can see this being a 20-point game possibly, and that's really big in the NFL. That's a really big deficit, but I could see it ended up being a 20-point game, and that's because the Niners will probably take their foot off the gas by the time we get to the second half. They'll probably be up by you know, 12, 15 points already and start to take off their foot off the gas a little bit, start running the clock. But let's see how much Trey Sermon gets from run, okay? Let's see how much running Trey Sermon gets uh, out of that backfield. I do think Raheem Moster will be the guy for most of the season, but Hey, in big blowouts that like this one could be, maybe Trey Sermon gets some good run out there. And then Raheem Moster could be a good trade piece or could be a good free agent piece, things like that in the offseason. Who knows? We don't know, but we'll see how it goes. All right, Seahawks versus the Colts. Okay, guys, there's a bunch of questions about around Carson Wentz right now. You know, what's going to happen? Will he play? All that type of stuff. Here's the thing. I am a big Carson Wentz fan uh, because of what was done to him in Philadelphia. I'm a big fan of him having a good comeback, and I think that he will. Uh, Aurora and I both believe that he will, and this is mainly because the guy has the pedigree. He has the pedigree. He was a high draft pick for a reason. He has the ability. He's done it. He led the Eagles to a great, amazing record before he got injured and got them in the playoffs ready to go and won the Super Bowl. Obviously, he wasn't there to win the Super Bowl for them, but the team was built with him, and he was at the helm for most of the season to make them that good, that competitive throughout the year. So I think he's got everything he needs, and I want to see him come back, especially the way he was done um, in Philadelphia. You know, just because you have one real bad season doesn't mean you get rid of a guy. Drew Brees had the same thing. Tom Brady had bad seasons. Ben Roethlisberger's had bad seasons, and those great franchises have stuck beside their quarterback. This franchise did not in Philadelphia. It's how the fans are. It's what have you done for me lately. And if you haven't done anything, we're done with you. Okay. So I am rooting for Carson Wentz to do well. I think he will if he plays. I think he's going to come out there, play well, play pretty conservative. Because the Seahawks defense is not what it used to be. Uh, they're basically the same team as last year. They have not progressed. However, I do believe the Colts have. Uh, with Carson Wentz coming in there, I think that you know Pittman as a wide receiver is going to be a little bit better. You know, full season under his belt now, and Jonathan Taylor secured as the top running back. That defense is stout. So, yep, look for the Colts to win this game. Uh, but I think it will be competitive. You can never count out Russell Wilson. He can always keep the team competitive and out there. Okay, Eagles-Falcons. Okay, Jalen Hurts. Is Jalen Hurts really the guy? Is that really who the Eagles want to go with? Because going out and trading for Gardner Minshew and, and things like that doesn't make me think they're very confident. 
doesn't make me think they're very confident. So I don't think they're 100% sure they want to move forward with him. I think they put themselves in a bad situation. Again, moving on from Carson Wentz and giving themselves Jalen Hurts, who's an unproven uh, unproven second-year player, really. I think they might have shot themselves in the foot, but that's what happens when you're not loyal enough to stick by a quarterback who helps you have one of the best records in football and gets you into the playoffs and on your way to win a Super Bowl before he gets hurt. That's what happens. No loyalty. Uh, yeah, and Karma is a female dog. No, not you, Aurora. No, no, not Aurora. Another another female dog. Um, but yeah, so we'll see what happens with the Eagles. Obviously, they've got some good young receivers out there. I think they've got the talent and stuff to throw to. I think it would have been great for to see what Carson Wentz could have done with some of this talent because um, he didn't have it last year because everybody was hurt when he was playing. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what Jalen Hurts can do out there. Again, I don't think he's the guy. Uh, I think this backfield's going to be a uh, running back by committee situation, and we'll see what happens there. The Falcons, they're basically the same team. However, I do think that the Falcons end up winning this game. I, I think Matt Ryan is can always be lethal when he wants to be, and you know, last year was pretty disappointing. I think Kyle Pitts will give you know him a, a good chance to go out there and make some good plays against this Eagles defense. I think that uh, Michael, uh, or I think Kyle Pitts will be able to do pretty well. And then, man, Mike Davis, Mike Davis, man, getting that chance to be the number one back going into the season. Get excited. Get excited. This is a guy who had a chip on his shoulder. He came out last year and did his thing when he got his shot, and now he's the lead back in Atlanta, and we wish him all the best. You always want to see a guy who works his way up continue to do well, and that's what Mike Davis did. So I think Mike Davis will have a pretty good run of this, and uh, yeah, we'll see how that game goes. Again, we think the Falcons will edge this one out. Probably be a pretty close game to start, uh, but I think the – I think. You know, starting the season, I think the Falcons will have a little bit of an edge, and they'll probably get a little bit better as the season goes on, as him and Kyle Pitts uh, get some chemistry going. You know, Matt Ryan and uh, Pitts get some chemistry. Next up, Chargers versus Washington. This will be a huge matchup, huge matchup, guys, because this is a great offense against a great defense, and a um, you know, last year slump defense and a last year slump offense. So we'll see what happens. Can Ryan Fitzpatrick get that offense off the ground? Can he get them really moving in the right direction? I think he's got already got some chemistry with Logan Thomas from a tight end standpoint. Uh, I think he's meshed pretty well with Terry McLaurin. Be interesting to see what receivers step up as a second or third wide receiver on that team. But from a running back standpoint, they've got great backs out there. Uh, you know, McKissick is a good uh, pass catcher out the backfield. But Antonio Gibson is a dual-threat guy. He can do really well for you on all three downs. And then late in the game, if they need a boost or late in the first half or whatever, they can always go to Jarrett Patterson, who I'm telling you, this guy is a workhorse. He will be a factor this season. Pay attention to him and what he does out there. Okay. Washington defense, can they be enough to win this game over an amazing, surging Chargers franchise right now? Um, Chargers are just growing, guys. They're growing. Uh, just like the Washington defense is growing. So who grew more over the offseason? That's going to be the question here. I think the defense for the Chargers is definitely going to be a lot better than they were last year, getting some guys back and being healthy. But who knows? Who knows? This will be a really, really good game. I think if we have to um, 
if we have to pick a team to win this game, we're probably going to go with the Chargers. I think because they're not as young. Uh, I think because Washington still has a little more questions and a little more meshing chemistry to, to go with on the offensive end. But they'll get it together and be a lot more competitive. If it was later in the season, I'd probably end up going Washington. But for this game, I think we're going to go with the Chargers. Browns and the Chiefs. Browns are pretty much the same team. Chiefs are pretty much the same team. So, yeah, what's going to happen here? Now the Kansas City Chiefs, they're going to win this game. Uh, you know, the Browns, can they be enough to win? Yes, they can, but you know what? They're going to have to go out and in the first half really punch Kansas City in the mouth. They're going to have to punch them in the mouth. They're going to have to put up, you know, 21 points in the first half at least, okay? Then they're going to have to run smash mouth football and run that clock as much as they can in the second half. Can they do it? Will it be enough? No, we do not think so. We think that the Chiefs will come out blazing uh, to start the season. Uh, you know, again, the same team, same chemistry out there for a lot of these guys. Uh, not really all that much. Odell Beckham Jr. coming back with Baker Mayfield. We do think that that messes up the lineup a little bit, messes up the target share. Uh, there's going to be pressure on Baker Mayfield to get that ball to Odell Beckham Jr. a little bit more. And we don't think that's going to be the most productive for the offense. So, uh, yeah, we have to go with the Chiefs on that one. But I think the Browns will work, work out some kinks and things and be a little bit stronger as the season goes on. Dolphins, Patriots. Guys, starting out with a good conference game or a good division game right here. Start the season. Can Tua really be the guy? Well, Aurora and my answers. Uh, well, the answer from me and Aurora, to f try and phrase that better. Uh, is no, we do not think that Tua will be the guy. We think that he will struggle, especially against a Pats team that the defense is coming back healthy. A lot of the guys set out last season because of COVID stuff. They're back now. Uh, look for this defense to be back in line with where they uh, were, you know, a few years ago when they were very competitive, obviously with Tom Brady at the helm. And Mac Jones, man, Mac Jones, how's he going to do against this stout Dolphins defense? Here's the thing, guys. I'm not worried. I'm not worried about a stout defense up against a young quarterback with Bill Belichick at the helm. Bill Belichick will do what he needs to do to get this guy in successful situations. Bill Belichick is not going to throw him out there and say, go win this game for us, young young pup. He's not going to do that. Bill Belichick's going to come into this game. He's going to have the game plan set and ready to go where it's, hey, we're going to make Tua make mistakes. We're going to feed off of their offense making mistakes and not being enough. And you just do your thing, be consistent, don't turn the ball over, and we will win this game. He, trust me, Bill Belichick will have a game plan to put that in place and get this guy uh, in a good chance to start out his opening, uh, his opening game of his career with a W. Packers-Saints. Well, Green Bay is pretty much the same team. You know, they brought in a couple older guys or whatever that Aaron Rodgers wanted, but they're pretty much the same team. Um, so I think the Packers are going to easily win this game. You know, Saints without Drew Brees now after he retired, I just don't think they're going to have enough uh, firepower out there. But the real question is, how many picks do we think Jameis Winston's going to throw in this game? How many interceptions is Jameis Winston going to throw in this game? Over or under two? That's my question to everybody out there. Over or under two interceptions in this game against a good Green Bay Packers defense? And Jameis Winston going out there to show that he should be solidified as a, the number one quarterback and why he deserves to be number one quarterback. Good amount of pressure on him in this situation. 
let's see what happens here uh, from that standpoint. But, man, I, I think it's going to be really tough for the States this year overall. And this is definitely a tough game to come out for Jameis Winston to start the season. Broncos, Giants. Okay. There's a lot of things to look for here. This will be a very interesting game. This is one that, you know, there's probably less to know about both of these teams going into it. The Giants have changed up quite a few things from last year. Uh, you know, Barkley, you know, obviously coming back from injury. Uh, you know, Daniel Jones coming off a horrible season that he had. Uh, Kenny Galladay added to the wide receiving core. And then you look at the Broncos. Man, there's so much change up there, too. Teddy Bridgewater, now the quarterback at the helm. You got a running back situation with a split running back right now. They don't know who's going to be that guy uh, throughout the whole season. Melvin Gordon's probably going to get the nod to at least start the season here. He's, he's definitely going to be the lead back, uh, get most of the carries in this first game. And honestly, I just don't see the Giants. Like I know a lot of people are behind the Giants, think they're going to be all that good. But you know what? I don't think they've given enough to that defense right now. Uh, I think they're lacking in some some areas on the defensive end. And, you know, Saquon's not going to get as much run in this first game. I think that's going to hurt them. And the Broncos' defense is going to be pretty good after getting back some guys from injury from last year. I, I'd be worried about that defense from the Broncos if I'm the Giants. So, I think the Broncos end up edging this game out. But it will be a up-and-down one. Look for maybe some missed plays on defense for... You know the Giants, but also look for like one dynamic play from Saquon Barkley or Kenny Galladay to kind of even that out a little bit. So it would be a close game, but a little action-packed, I think, with some some big plays here and there. Last one we'll talk about: Bears and the Rams. Bears and the Rams, guys. This is going to be a great game to watch. This is a stout, good defense in the Bears. Um, Offense with some questions. Rams, stout defense from their side with some questions on the offense because the running game is in question. So who's going to end up being that number one back? Will it be Daryl Henderson? Are they going to use Sonny Michelle? Are they going to end up you know, using uh, Jake Funk? Use Jake Funk out there. Let's see what he does. Like, you know, how, how's that going to be with the running back situation out there? Uh, they got a few guys, especially losing Cam Akers. Um, and then, you know, how's Matt Stafford going to do with a real team with a good defense behind him? How's he going to do? I think he's going to go out there and really show people what he can do. I think he's going to have, a, he has a lot to prove to himself and a big chip on his shoulder from all those days in Detroit. I think Stafford's going to come out and play real good. Um, and then for the bears, you know, Andy Dalton, the question is how many times is he going to be sacked? This is a guy who is a competent quarterback in the NFL. He he can suffice as a quarterback on uh, you know even a Super Bowl caliber team. He he could be that. The issue is that man, this line looked bad last year. This line has not looked good in a little while. So how many times is Andy Dalton going to be sacked in this game? And that that to me is the big question to think about. Um, when it comes to this game, how many times will Andy Dalton get sacked? Will that line be able to hold up? Uh, I think it'll be a decent game throughout the first quarter. 
Second quarter, I think the Rams will start to get a little bit of an edge, be up, you know, seven to ten points, and then later end up moving this, you know, probably later in the third quarter, early fourth quarter, move this up to a fifteen to twenty point uh, lead and kind of hold it, hold ground from there. So we'll see what happens. Nothing against Matt Nagy, nothing against that Bears team. I think they're gonna be really, really good, but I think they're gonna have to get better as the season goes on, um, just like they did last year too. Just as they did last year as well. They, they got things going as the year went on, and I think that's how, how that team and how that organization works. It's how Matt Nagy has set them up to succeed. So we do think the Rams would uh, win that game, but both of those teams I think will be highly competitive once we get to the end of the season. So with that being said, that wraps up the opening weekend preview, guys. We're super excited to have NFL football back. Uh, this will be a really good weekend to at least get the regular season back up and going. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk more about Monday night's matchup on the Monday podcast. But thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Really appreciate it. Like, share, subscribe uh, below. Let us know if there are other things that you guys want us to talk about, things we've missed, not included, uh, topics you want us to cover, anything we can do to make it, uh, you know, more entertaining for people out there listening. Uh, But, you know, if you guys enjoyed, please let us know that as well. Like, share, subscribe. Uh, really appreciate, again, all the support that you guys give us out there when you listen uh, to the episodes. Aurora definitely appreciates it for sure. But we'll let you guys get to it. Exciting opening weekend. Enjoy the games. Enjoy it with your fantasy teams, things like that. Hope everybody the best, and we hope that uh, injuries stay clear this weekend. And uh, we have some. we don't have any major... Uh, season-ending issues or anything like that uh, because that's the the big challenge we always have. But again, thank you guys so much. Really appreciate it. Um, We'll tell you guys again on Monday. Have a great weekend and a great opening weekend of NFL games.